Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Bucks beat the Suns 109-103, and boy, did we have drama. Oh, Chris Middleton's 40 points. Yeah, that's, that's child's Yeah, that's play. great. 
Devin Booker's 42 points and seven fouls. Oh, that's a big deal. Giannis's night with 26 points and one of the biggest blocks you'll see ever in the NBA. Now that is what we call talking points. Joining us now on the hotline, no one better. Fox Sports 1, NBA insider, longtime friend of the show, Rick Buecher. Rick, I had Devin Booker at, at seven fouls, maybe eight. Uh, did, you yeah. have, did you have him up near ten? It could have been a, a quadruple double for him with fouls. Yeah, well, summer, summer league, they do allow you to continue to play, uh, I think, up till <laughs> ten fouls, and then it's just two free throws every time. But, yeah, look, I mean, for everything that, that Devin did, Devin was complaining a lot at the end of the game and uh, to the referees, and I'm thinking you should have been thanking them the fact that you were still in the game at the end. There's no question that on that, uh, the, in particular, the play on uh, Drew Holiday where that was – Without question, should have been his sixth foul. He should have been done. Um, it's not as if he did a whole lot after that, but the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, aside from that, I mean, we can get into the weeds on, on you know, what, what did and didn't happen. Uh, what an entertaining, absolute entertaining game. I know we talked about a lot about the ratings and what we'd expect from a Bucks suns matchup. That was as fun and thrilling to watch. Uh, a lot of you know missteps aside, was as fun and thrilling to watch as uh, as as any finals game in recent memory that I can think of. Yeah, look, and, and there's so many twists and turns. You know, we have Giannis to get to and Chris Paul, but just yep. one the, the Booker play, Rick. It's 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 absolutely inexcusable. It's in the open floor. He wrapped him mm-hmm. up. He missed the shot, and and yep. and I look at it and I go, okay. Five minutes later, rigged is the number one trending topic in the United States, and I go, I, I don't know what to say because I don't know how you missed that call. I don't know how that's not a foul, and I don't know how that we're not talking more about what a stupid play it was by Devin Booker committing that yeah. kind of foul in the open yes. court when you're the only one scoring for the team. <laughs> well, and here, so here's the thing, and this has been my thing about Devin Booker. He is a terrific scorer, but and I'm sure I've talked with you guys about it, but he plays emotionally and he doesn't always play smart he plays very young in a lot of ways and so uh that undercuts his talent during the regular season you're gonna put up numbers but if you wondered why the phoenix suns weren't winners until chris paul came to town with devin booker for all his talent being the main star you're seeing it right now because uh, a lot of win of of winning comes down to your decision-making, just making smart plays, not necessarily making all dynamic plays, but just making smart ones. And uh, between between Devin Booker and Chris Paul, I mean, that was the thing for me. I, I still think that the Milwaukee Bucks can play better than they can, than they did tonight, which is why I, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm feeling really good about where my team is, even though, you know, two of the next three games are in Phoenix because they can play better. The question is, can the Phoenix Suns play smarter? And that I am not convinced can happen because we have not seen a steady dose of that. So is Chris Paul done? Did, did we uh, finally the hit midnight in the pumpkin? Well, uh, as long as Drew Holiday is on him, uh, I mean, since they made the switch – to having Drew Holiday as the primary defender on Chris Paul, he's still 
scored fairly well uh, tonight was uh, an exception, but in the previous two games he scored well. But this is now three games in a row where he has had five turnovers every game. And his assist-to-turnover ratio, his ability to get guys involved and take care of the ball, that has gone south with this matchup. And I don't know that I would expect after three games that anything significant is going to happen. It's for all the issues that Drew Holiday is having missing shots, and he's missed quite a few. What he's doing defensively against Chris Paul is earning his stake in the Bucks. Uh, should they end up winning a title, he will have earned his ring based on uh, on that alone. Now, who was it, Rick? I forget, and I, I, I'm going to rely on lean on you and your knowledge of NBA history. What mm. really smart, good-looking radio host was it who said last week, if you don't sell out to stop Chris Paul, you're going to lose the series. You have to let Devin Booker take shots, and if he beats you, he beats you, but you got to stop Chris Paul. Who was that? Do you remember? Was, that, was it Mike Breen? Was it Jeff Van Gundy? Who was the guy that said that? Huh. I don't know. Don't we have the tape? We should have a tape, right? You'd think so, but, you know. I I feel as if I heard that somewhere before. You tell me. Please, tell me. I don't know. Oh, wait, it was me. Please. Oh, it was me. That's right. I, yeah, oh, and, and Rick, I want to let you know, I'm going to take over as the new head coach of Team USA for Pop because of that. So I, I'm doing that, too. So You don't want yeah, that job. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. You don't want we'll, that. we'll get you into that in a minute. we got plenty of time for that. You, want, that, you know that what? Subject. You want to be – you want to be the assistant with Pop because you know you're going to eat well and you're going to drink good wine. So you okay. don't want to take Pop out of the equation. Trust me on that. Okay. I think the larger question was, does Team USA want to take Greg Popovich out of the equation after the first couple exhibition games? But uh, that that's a, a, a bigger story. So if, if you're the Suns now, you, you got big numbers out of eight, and you, you saw what Devin Booker scoring even with no three-point uh, att- part of his attack today. That, that's one of those statistical anomalies uh, that mm-hmm. we see from time to time here. Uh, how, how do you fix it? How, how do you fix the offense? Uh, I don't know that you can. I mean, look, this has been – Chris Paul has been the engine for this team all year long. Look at who else you have as playmakers on this team. That's not what Cameron Payne is. I mean, he came, he, he played 17 minutes tonight. He had zero assists. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is not that. Uh, certainly Jay Crowder. I mean, go down the line. There, there isn't another playmaker on this Phoenix Suns team. And that is the Achilles heel that if Chris Paul doesn't have it going and not necessarily scoring, but simply being a playmaker, then it's going to be very difficult for Devin Booker to be efficient. Uh, you're not going to get the, the same balance of, of scoring. And in particular, you're not going to get your three point scoring as, as you are used to Jay Crowder, uh, three for nine, but uh, your backcourt between Chris Paul and Devin Booker, Oh, for five on threes. It's, it's it is an issue and that's why i felt as if this was as opposed to look we we always think game five game three game five the odd number games those are the pivotal games in a series i felt tonight was a must win 
for both teams, that whoever won this game was going to win the series because it would mean that uh, Chris Paul had not unlocked the cage that Drew Holiday has put him in if the Suns had lost, and they would not have figured out how to stop Giannis Antetokounmpo. And both of those things um, did not happen for the Phoenix Suns. They needed to happen for me to believe that the Phoenix Suns could win the series. The Bucks. question is, can they take the same effort and energy on the road with them and play that way in Phoenix? In Brooklyn, they did. Even though they lost game five, uh, that game was winnable, and, and they came with the energy that was not there the first two games in Brooklyn. Uh, the, the energy was not there the first two games in Phoenix, but it always seems like once they light the fire, it doesn't go out, and they realize we need to take this everywhere we go. And ultimately, the biggest part of of what keys the Bucks in being uh, effective and successful is everybody wants to look at the offense, and for me, it's it's the defense. How well do they defend? The, at the defensive end of the floor. Because offensively, even if they don't score well, uh, tonight is another example. They out-rebounded the Suns on the offensive glass 17-5. to When you get that, when you get 12 extra cracks at it, and they got to play at least an extra, what, 14 seconds of defense every time uh, or that many times down the floor, uh, you don't have to shoot a high percentage. You always... I mean, you're going to get the opportunity to score. It's defensively, can you make things difficult on them? And yes, the Suns scored uh, or, or shot 50, 51% from the floor, but from three-point range, they were seven for 23, and everything was pretty much contested. And if they're not scoring from the perimeter, if Devin Booker in particular is not scoring from, uh, well from the perimeter, then that's going to make things that much more difficult on DeAndre Ayton it means that you're getting back and you're keeping a body on DeAndre. And while he had 17 boards tonight, um, only, what, six points, three for nine? If you cut off Chris Paul, you're really making things hard on DeAndre Ayton and on Devin Booker, and that's going to undermine the entire offense. But it starts with the Bucks' defense, and that's where they're getting it done. And as we often say, you know, defense travels. You know, your offense, not without your crowd behind you, you're not maybe shooting with the same confidence, but defense is just a matter of staying uh, locked in, following your principles, and having the effort and energy for multiple, uh, for multiple contests. And that's what we've seen through certainly the last two games, and I would expect that we're going to see it continue through this series. Rick Buecher, our guest, as we break down the big Bucks win over the Suns in Game 4. All right, so the Giannis block on the alley-oop play Ooh. with just over a minute left to go that would have tied the game. Look, it's the play that everybody is watching over and over. I mean, besides the Devin Booker yeah. foul that wasn't called. Uh, right. Is the pantheon of great blocks now, LeBron in the finals, the chase down, and now this one? I mean, is this jumping up to number two right away? Well, I'm trying to think. Didn't Tayshaun Prince have one on Reggie Miller? Was that in the where was that? That might not have been in the finals because that was that that would that would have had to have been Detroit. Yeah, it was the Eastern Conference Finals. So that was the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. So that doesn't make the gray, but that that one comes to mind as well. But yes, I would say without question, this 
this goes right up there uh, with that. And uh, I mean, in terms of time of game, importance, and just athletic ability to be able to get back and to block that cleanly uh, on a player like like Aiton, without without question, we that's for all the highlights that you see for future NBA Finals. Uh, that play is certainly going to be part of the package. Well, he went up to guard the ball, and then he went back and defended the the oh. the oop part of it. Incredible, so, incredible. You know, not often you see both ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, I mean, the only the only the only thing that could have been better, uh, and I believe it was Chris Paul who throwing the lob, is that he threw it far enough away from the basket that Aiton had to catch and then finish as opposed to sort of clutch. And so that created the opening for Giannis to be able to get back and make that play. Um, but uh, that takes nothing away from just the, the incredible athleticism and not giving up on a play and then the body control to be able to get the block, to get it at its height, and to not foul him in doing so. Uh, just, I mean, just, it's, it's in so many ways, Gian, we, watching Giannis grow up in this series and take on the challenge and realize that he is the best player in this series and there's a responsibility that comes with that. Uh, he's demonstrating that he understands that and he's willing to take the challenge, whether it's going to the free throw line, whether it's scoring in the paint, um, whether it's taking the little step back mid-range. I mean, that, that, to me has, that to me is the scariest vision, is that Giannis, with that little uh, – it's not a Dirk Nowitzki because I think he does it off the, 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 his, his, the correct foot. Dirk would wrong foot it and make that shot. Uh, that, to me, if I'm, a, if I'm any team in the NBA, that's what scares me. Because if he – gets comfortable with that, feels he can hit that consistently, you have no answers because he's either hitting that or you're crowding him before he can get into that shot. And as he demonstrated tonight with what um, – I'm going to check my box score here. Eight assists, only one turnover. It's not just that he's rebounding and scoring. It's that he's making the easy pass for buckets when he's, when he's crowded. And – uh, it's we've often said it like once Giannis figures it out, I don't know how you how you stop him, and we're watching him figure it out in real time. Rick Buecher with us. You can follow him on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. And I'm going to make your night, Rick. I'm going to take you back to a bygone era in the NBA. You ready? Dude, the Suns and the Bucks already made my night. I feel like I'm going to hyperventilate here any second because I'm still – I mean, I'm just still jacked up about that game. That was – for the last five and a half minutes, it was a possession-by-possession possession game. You were seeing guys make one big play after another. But go ahead, double down, and make my night even better, if you will. The game you were talking about, game two of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2004 yeah. when the Pistons, you know, all the, they defensively, they defensed everybody all the way to beating the Lakers. Right. That block, the chase down block by Tayshaun Prince in the final 15 seconds, preserved yeah. the win for the Pistons. What do you think the final score of that game was? Uh, what was it? Um, 
Well, I, I would say 109, 103, so there's some symmetry to this, but knowing that <laughs> Knowing that it was what it was the Pistons, I'd say it was probably eighty-seven, eighty-two. The final score was seventy-two, sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. You go. I figured. I figured. I figured the halftime. Well, that was basically the halftime score of uh, yeah. some of these finals games. Yeah. The halftime score was forty-three, forty-two. There were less points scored in the second half than there were in the first half. There was probably more points scored in the NCAA uh, final that year than there was in that in that particular game. That was uh, that was Pistons basketball at its finest. There you go, uh, Rick. As always, buddy, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the time. Awesome stuff. Glad uh, you're having a great night. We're having a great night. Everybody's having. Well, Suns fans aren't having a great night, but everybody else is having a great night. Thanks for stopping by. You, you got it. Okay. <laughs> See you, Rick. He's exhausted. He's spent. He is. He's Rick Buecher. He's like he just played. Rick is like yeah. I just, I just played like 48 minutes in this game. It was. I picture oh, him I jumping up it. and down off his couch, slapping the floor. Like I could Ooh. see the whole thing going on here. I mean, really, it was it, it was it was some kind of final five minutes from the Giannis block to the to to the non calls on Devin Booker's fouls. It was some kind to Chris Paul potentially being done the way this series has just flipped uh, coming up next. We're going to get into the biggest debate that is going to come off of this NBA Finals game, and it's got nothing to do with Devin Booker. It's already raging. We are going to jump in with both feet. That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Boner, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, I got to tell you, already the debate... And the desire to say Giannis's block is the greatest block in NBA history is already raging. And just come on for a second. Let's just stop for a second. Just for a second. Everybody forgets LeBron's block from the 2016 NBA Finals. I mean, it's not even close with Giannis in this one. I'll give you Giannis's second. Here's a big game in the NBA Finals, and it's an incredible play for Giannis to be able to recover. I mean, Booker is throwing the alley-oop up to DeAndre Ayton, and Giannis is at the free throw line facing Devin Booker. And he turns and goes up and is able to block it as Ayton goes in for a jam. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Look, it was it was as great as it sounded. Listen to this, then we'll tell you why LeBron's block is still way better. Comes around. Booker driving. Lobbed Ayton. Knocked away by the Bucks. Giannis did it. It wasn't quite knocked away. <laughs> you make it feel like he lost the handle on it, like he was Chris Paul at the end. Oh, I'm just dribbling and I lost it. No, well, a bit of timing an and, and he's coming in, right? I, I don't know. I, if it was that incredible, wouldn't we have seen it 97 times before they signed off? No, we didn't. Yeah, it was weird. We only got a couple of replays on that. You know, but we never I, saw I the reverse angle. I, I don't know yeah. how much he got body. Like, there's still questions I have. Like, I've only seen the one angle repeatedly. I'm like, there's, there's got to be a reverse, right, where I can see where the hands are and the ball and whatever. Take nothing away from the play because Aiton didn't complain about it. Normally, if you feel like you got fouled, especially when you're exposed like that going up to the rim, you're going to start 
cursing at an official, although since Devin Booker was doing that all night and had already gotten a couple of giveaways, you knew you weren't getting another call. <laughs> like, damn it, because they didn't call that sixth foul on him, we're getting nothing down the stretch. <laughs> it doesn't. He could have he could have had his hand chopped off like he was Luke Skywalker. Sorry, spoiler. And they would have said, yeah, no, no foul on that. But I lost my hand. Nah, you kind of your own fault you lost your hand. Uh, maybe if we see a replay, it'll show like DeAndre Ayton just lost it out of bounds. And he's like, yeah, no, great block. Make it a block. Because I don't want people to think I just lost it out of bounds. Like, you see Giannis would put his hand up and he wouldn't even touch the ball. Like, the ball just fell out of Aiton's hand. Yeah, no, but but that's – I'm serious in that (laughs) – in raising that point. Like, because all the shots that everybody's like, oh, look at this block. It's the – second or whatever before the block happens, right? Just because they're jumping off like they're facing off in a Marvel movie doesn't mean it was a huge finish to it. It it was like a preview of, hey, game five coming soon. Hey, hey, we're both Lokis. We're both facing off at the end. Uh, (laughs) Now, it was a great play, right? And and, and Rick referenced the Tayshaun Prince block at the end of game two of the Eastern Conference Finals, a big chase down block of Reggie Miller that helped preserve the Pistons win there. And look, the Pistons went on to win the title. So, you know, yes, that was an incredible signature play for a team that played great defense. But you, you can't sit here and tell me that Giannis's block is better than LeBron's chase down. I mean, you're talking about game two of the NBA Finals in a game in which it would have tied the game with over a minute left to go. All right, sorry, game four. Well, of the it was NBA a tie finals. game. That would have, that it would have given the the Warriors. No, it would have tied the game. They were up. The, the Bucks were up by but by two. It would have. Oh, tied. you're talking they about were, this game. Sorry, you're uh, yeah. get, getting the shoe conflated. Sorry. No, no. Th- this one, this one, it was uh, you know just over a minute and a half. And it was great play, like great play. But yep. you're talking about game four, and it would have tied the game. Okay, that's that. That's the stakes. You're talking about game seven of the NBA Finals. The Cavaliers are on the road. The game is tied at 89. Nobody had scored in that game, I think from the five-minute mark, all the way until LeBron has the chase-down block of Iguodala with less than two minutes left to go. I mean, that would have been a huge hoop that took the the roof off of Oracle. All right, Steph Curry comes down, gets it to Iguodala, who goes in. I mean, it would have been, oh, my goodness, and LeBron chases it down. Game seven of the NBA Finals, the final two minutes, and that chase down block, yeah, LeBron gets it. Now, I will give, look, J.R. Smith, actually, you know, the one time I got to give J.R. Smith a little bit of credit, he does, should should get a lot of credit because he's the one that kind of forces Iguodala to change a little bit of his layup because he's standing there. Right, so Iguodala couldn't go right to the hoop. He had to kind of hold the ball down a bit and then come up, you know, giving LeBron that split second to get there for the block. But, I mean, that's LeBron. LeBron chasing it down from all the way on the other side, man. I mean, that's game seven on the road, final two minutes. Yeah, that's way better. I mean, if you want to put Giannis second, that's fine. But Giannis is second by like five miles because that LeBron block is even better. Well, I, I got to give him credit, too, because uh, he was J.R. Smith was pouting on the possession because after setting the screen, he didn't get rewarded uh, for a pop-out jump shot, and he did get back on defense. So I'll give him credit because he could have very easily just said, screw this, I've given up on this play uh, because I didn't get the ball back where I was wide open because my, my guy went with him. So, yeah, it, huge play by LeBron James, one of those iconic images and one of the big moments of his career, right? You could probably put that on, if you wanted to do Mount Rushmore radio, you could probably put that block as one of those signature moments.
Oh, wait. Mount Rushmore of plays, not of people. Now, you yeah, just no, a, screw the plays. You've plane. just given people Yeah, no, so screw the people. More. Yeah, no, we're, oh. do, we're doing plays. Yeah, Harmon. individual careers, play uh, Super Bowls, you know, uh, whatever you want to do. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, summer that's loving like the, right there, buddy. Oh, man, had me a blast, TJ. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's just a whole new thing. What What's on the Mount Rushmore of plays? And we're going to carve a big block of LeBron running down and chasing it. I mean, uh, look, the, the, the Giannis play is amazing. And I, I can't say enough about it because of the recovery of what he did. I mean, just the fact that he is facing away from the basket and he's at the free throw line while Booker is throwing the alley-oop up. There's no way he should have gotten there. There's no way he should have gotten there. And he got there and he got the block and he preserves the lead. And, and it was a stunning play. I think my favorite part, you know, you look at the pictures that come out of, of all of these things that happen is that the freeze frame that is making the way around now that you see Giannis going up and he's got his hand on the ball as it's coming out of Aiton's hand for the block. And the look on Chris Paul's face, who was way in the background, is like, what the hell's happening, man? <laughs> How is yeah. he blocking that? I think that's my favorite part is Chris Paul's face. <laughs> see, that's it, man. That's that's what you want. It's it's all that extra things in the background, right? We always try to figure out, hey, there's that superstar. Look at what the bench is doing. No, look at the guys on the court. Mm. The incredulity, the word of the week here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, Brian just played the soundbite of Monty Williams saying, hey, I think I sat Devin Booker too long. Dude, if you put him back in the game, he just would have committed a sixth foul and gotten it called at some point, right? I mean, he would have made it with seven minutes left to go in the game instead of three and a half minutes left to go. And oh, by the way, they didn't blow the whistle. Um, The report is out on the no call on Devin Booker with under four minutes left in the fourth quarter, you're not going to see a more egregious missed call in the NBA than that. Uh, Booker with five fouls who played completely undisciplined tonight, you know, getting whistled, you know, tugging at the shorts of Giannis on a play where the ball is being thrown uh, for, you know, for a fast break layup. He just did not play smart. Rick Buecher told us that he plays too emotional. You saw that tonight. Uh, but clearly he should have fouled out of the game after 38 points. He was the only guy doing anything for the Suns. But after wrapping up Drew Holiday with both hands and Holiday missing a layup, uh, he was allowed to stay in the game. Actually committed another foul uh, yeah. on Chris Middleton a couple of minutes later and was allowed to stay in the game. So he committed seven fouls in the game. First NBA player to have seven fouls in the game. The pool report is out on why that call wasn't made. Uh, Dave McMenamin of ESPN asked crew chief James Capers following the game about the call. Quote, 
With 3.38 left in the fourth quarter, Drew Holiday went up for a layup, and it appeared as though there was significant contact from Devin Booker and there was no call made. Was there enough contact for a foul to be called? And this is Crew Chief James Capers. Blank you, McMenamin. This is Crew Chief (laughs) James Capers. <laughs> that would be awesome, right? If that's what it was. If we, <laughs> How dare you ask me that question? <laughs> Here's the quote: During live play, I saw a clean sweep of the ball and thought it was a no call. However, after seeing the replay, I now realize that I missed Booker's right arm around the waist of Holiday, and it should have been a defensive foul on the play. How do you see a clean sweep of the ball? He's coming in on a layup. Booker is behind him. He grabs him with both arms, and, and, and Holiday winds up having the ball go all askew and off the How can you tell me that, oh, hey, uh, it was a clean sweep of the ball? I, I, I really, I, that, that doesn't pass muster to me. How can you say, I saw, really, I saw a clean sweep of the ball on that? Holiday's going in for a layup, and Booker grabs him around the waist, and oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that? I didn't see that? I, really? Well, you know what? What are you, you going to say? You know, I got it wrong. No, no, no. You're going to try to excuse what you can. You say, look, at second look on a different angle, I, I got the, the proper perspective. What's he going to do? I mean, he's going to get graded down or maybe not at all. In the end, the Bucks win. So people will say it doesn't matter. No, it matters. It's a very big play that really puts a spotlight on the officials, the last place you want it in your finals, your championship game, and and all the rest. So, yeah, that one is going to live uh, on the sports media world all all throughout the next 24 to 48 hours, uh, certainly uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Don't worry, plenty of it. And Ben Maller, I I know, has several monologues to rip Chris Paul on his effort tonight. But the exchange you had with Brian Fenley a moment ago got my brain racing to one of my favorite things. Uh, my brothers and I, we're, we're big into uh, music and concerts and, and well, sometimes uh, a little bit uh, off the beaten path. This comes from Erg, A Music War, and it was a song by John Cooper Clark called Health Fanatic. I'll just give you the last uh, Last run here. Shadow boxing, punch the wall, one aside football. What's the score? One all. Could have been a copper. Too small. Could have been a jockey. Too tall. Knees up, knees up, head the ball. Nervous energy makes him tick. He's a health fanatic, Tyshirt. He makes you sick. There you go. <laughs> wow. Around Very the nice block, against the clock. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tick tock. <laughs> running out of breath, running out of socks. Yeah, no, he could do that all day. But uh, it's a great thing on the punk scene in the late seventies, early eighties. Just check it out. Urgh. I thought you were jumping into a running, running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. I thought that was your next thing you were going to wind up saying. <laughs> it might have been the inspiration. It really may have been, but uh, just the the exchange about your height and being a jockey yeah. and all. Of oh, those sure, things. sure, sure. Uh, Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome again. Five nine is too tall to be a jockey. Uh, so what did Chris Paul and Devin Booker have to say following the Suns' loss? They are meeting the media. We're going to bring it to you. Coming up next, right here, Chris Paul, maybe Cliff Paul, and Devin Booker. Straight ahead, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo. An incredible game tonight. We watched the Bucks beat the Suns, even up the NBA Finals at two games apiece. Chris Paul, 
Had a horrendous game. I'm really worried if I'm the Suns at this point. Devin Booker had a great game. Committed a lot of fouls, but boy, he had a great game. Uh, The two fouls that were not called on him at the end of the game were egregious. The first one with three and a half minutes left to go on Drew Holiday. There is no excuse for the NBA to, to miss this absolutely none it was an awful job the officials completely stunk out loud tonight and they also missed out on a play where Giannis inbounded the ball with one foot in in, on the court I mean how do you do that they absolutely were awful uh but what did Devin Booker and Chris Paul have to say about the loss in game four uh they both met the media at the same time and here is Devin Booker uh starting things off by talking about one of the 11 fouls he committed on the night I think I picked up my fifth foul being aggressive trying to box out PJ they're coming at full speed and 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 we know that and we understand that guys think it counted over all four of the 17 turnovers it was me I had five of them you know what I mean it was bad decision making Timely, we down two, and I try to cross over right there, slip, turn it over. Had some bad passes in the first half. You know what I mean? They they got you know a significant amount uh, more shots than us, and so you know for me, I got to take care of the ball. We we got 17 turnovers. We shoot the ball too well not to have those opportunities to score. Uh, for for both guys, um, are are adjustments overrated when you get to Game Four of the Finals? Is it just about execution? And, and executing better as opposed to anything that they did to take things away from you guys down the stretch? Um, I mean, at this point, both teams know each other. You know, you know the sets. They can call out our plays. We can call out our plays. It's about execution. You know what I mean? So down the stretch, I got to box out. Um, we got to execute. You know, we're a team that's closed out games like that all season long. So um, this is a tough one, but we got to bounce back. That's why we fought all season to get home court. Hey, Book, you know, Chris just mentioned it, um, but how frustrating is it not to be able to close this one out, especially when you guys had that lead in the fourth quarter? I mean, it's really tough whenever you can't, you know, win a game, especially at this point in the season. Yeah, Chris, being in this situation, it's 2-2. It's a, obviously, it's a series, and then you guys got the home court. What do you want to see in the next 24, 48 hours from you guys to know that we're moving in the right direction going into game five? Um... You know, you can't just bank on the fact that you got home court. You got to go out there and play the game. You know what I'm saying? You got to go out there and execute. So um, we'll do that. We'll do that. We we tend to respond well. It's easy. We know what we got to do. We know what we got to do. Be be better. And if they asked that about Devin Booker, he would say, I can't be so stupid as to commit these crazy-ass fouls like I did tonight. I mean, look. He got he, he he got fouls making just incredibly bad plays and dumb plays, plays that he's got to know better, that he's got to make. You know, look, Rick Buecher joined us earlier in the sh- this hour, and he said, you know, Devin Booker just plays too emotionally, and it takes away from what he does on the court. He's a hundred percent right. But Booker Booker makes. I mean, these are these are dumb plays that you don't make, right? You don't tug on Giannis's shorts in the open court when they're going for a layup. You don't do that. But he did it. You don't grab Drew Holiday around his race waist with three and a half minutes left to go and you're the only one playing well and you know you're getting whistled for a sixth foul and only a miracle kept you in the game. That was dumb. I mean, he played really badly tonight. As, as well as he shot, he played so poorly he had to sit out for four of the final eight minutes because he committed too many bad fouls. I mean, this is, as, as much as Booker kept him in the game, I mean, that was just dumb. 
he did not play smart at all. And and you have to look at this as this is a missed opportunity because this was a close game for us. Mm-hmm. And and here he was. And 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 now the the story is going to be about how you should have been fouled out of the game, and still they didn't wind up winning. They didn't have him for four minutes. He committed this this bad foul that he shouldn't have. I, I mean, really, as great a game as he had, he really was his own worst enemy tonight. So you want to blame? Yeah, Devin Booker kept him in it. I mean, Devin Booker also took him out of the game, and and that's the big reason why they lost tonight lose those minutes uh, of inability to play. Chris Paul will keep an eye out for any reports on his hands, struggled with his ball handling, struggled with his footwork, and his jump shot was non-existent. Uh, when you said, uh, you know, he tugged on Giannis's shorts uh, as getting into the, you know, tug on Superman's cape, you don't spit into the wind. You don't mess around with Jim, in this case, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, coming up with the big plays. But, yeah, for Devin Booker, uh, an uneven night, right? Because everybody started their post-game columns uh, of the anointing of a new hero and right solidifying that superstar status. And while he did get a superstar call, the decisions down the stretch, uh, absolutely horrid. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at swollen dome. I don't know what's worse. His decisions are the other officiating. I mean, both of those things were incredibly awful tonight. You are both uh, coming losers. Up next. Hey, you want a hot take on game four of the NBA finals? Boy, do we got a hot take for you next right here. This is Fox. At bed, three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.